0: Hi, my name is Jalisa Jaikaran. You are now tuned into the intersection of being and becoming a black girl digital podcast.
1: Welcome to the intersection of being and becoming a black girl digital podcast. On this podcast, we'll discover together the intimate journey of being an influencer while becoming your best self and building a successful brand. Here's your host, LaToya Shambo. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to The Intersection of Being
2: and Becoming, a Black Girl Digital podcast, where each season we drop 10 episodes connecting you with leading Black community builders in the influencer space. Throughout this conversation, we hope you walk away with more insight on how to build and sustain a thriving community, as well as personal brand. As you listen to the podcast, perhaps you'll think, how much would you love to hear from your favorite black and brown creators? Well, so would I. So please send me a tweet, connect with me on LinkedIn, or shoot me a DM and let me know who your favorite influencers are. And I'll try my very best to get them on the show. I do this podcast, not only for me, but for all of you listeners, either looking to grow your platform, build community, or simply keep up with the black community of influencers, building their communities, brands, and becoming their best selves. I'm the founder of Black Girl Digital, a premium influencer marketing agency, where we broker brand partnerships between major brands and black creators at scale. To learn more about what we do, check us out at www.blackgirldigital.com for more information. All right, enough with the intros. Let's get to the show. On this episode, we're connecting with professional makeup artist Jaleesa Jaikaran. Jaleesa has built one of the largest beauty communities on Clubhouse, has almost 30,000 followers on her personal Instagram page, 14,000 followers on her Life of a Makeup Artist podcast, Instagram page, and 51,000 subscribers on YouTube. It's safe to say Jaleesa is a true community builder. Let's jump in. Let everyone know what it really is, what it feels like to... Built such a powerful community. I mean, it's not a million followers, but on your Instagram, you have about twenty nine thousand followers. First of all, on Clubhouse, right? Let's talk about exactly. your Clubhouse community. Right. Right. I mean, dynamic. I think you still have one of the biggest beauty communities on Club. Yeah, it's
0: actually the biggest beauty club on the platform. Um, but when you're just when you're talking about building communities, whether it's large or small, I think it's it's and I. <laughs> we've spoken about this word being overused, right? But it's about authenticity because I think that, you know, people want to feel included. And that's kind of what I did when I first came to New York, even with starting my podcast, I felt as though the industry, you know, I work in beauty and fashion in New York. It's very, you know, elitist at times. And, you know, it's not for, you know, somebody that is from a small island in the Caribbean and just move, you know? So I was like, you know what, if I'm going to be in a space, I'm going to bring people along with me, whether you're, you know, a friend of mine on social media or a friend of mine in real life, I wanted people to feel included. And I think that's where community building started for me. So, you know, just to touch on clubhouse really fast, that was a, literally what it was when I first got onto the platform I was like oh this is cool I'm very curious and I tell people to stay curious on whatever app it is it doesn't have to pop off or not but it's something there's always a lesson to learn so whether it's Clubhouse super great whatever it is and Clubhouse just happened like I was like oh this is cool and then I started to do you know a lot of rooms with my friends and I was like, how can we help? What could we talk about? You know, and you were always down. I'm like, Latoya, let's do this. Let's talk about like, let's talk about terms that uh, creators should know. Let's talk about like, and then either if it's makeup or on the makeup artist side or if it was the creative side, we were always there just giving Right. And I think that's what helped build such a large community. That's what made it the biggest beauty club, because I was like, all right, I am a black woman. I'm 32, you know, I'm not representative of all the voices that and experiences that are in this world. So my whole thing was like, how can I make everybody included? So I had, you know, a bunch of people like Jackson, who's 19 and, and, you know, a different race and like his experiences are different, you know? So there were so many other people like Kathy and and everyone, Daniela, everyone was in different parts of beauty, but, and even if they were directly in the industry, they have different perspectives. So that, came on, I think that was the piece that kind of like brought more people in because it, it wasn't about me. Like I never tried to like, oh yeah, this is my thing. And I'm, this is mine. It was never mine. It was everybody else's, you know, like this is our club. We had a group chat. We'd be talking shit in, on a morning, like we'd be cracking up, you know, and we kind of we all got to know each other and support each other and even though like you know things have like kind of shifted now we're all we're always celebrating each other like Jackson moved to New York Zane moved to New York you know Rosie got a new job like I'm just like everybody is doing their thing and I'm just so proud of everyone so I think when it when you think about creating community maybe not on a platform like that but just in your own way it's like how can I serve and then everything else will be added. And like you said, not a million followers, maybe not yet. Not yet. And of the day, <laughs> you know, um, you just to me, you do what you can with what you have. If you can't serve a million people, if you don't serve 10 or if you don't serve a thousand or 10,000. So you just got to do your thing.
2: I will say one thing that I admire the most about you is how you do stay connected to the community and you find time for everyone. I mean, sometimes you don't answer my FaceTime, but we're not here for that
0: tea.
1: Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. We thank you for your support. Now back to the show.
2: My facetimes (laughs) they come at odd hours, so it's okay. You do attempt.
0: You are up up in the morning, and I'm (laughs) sleeping in. And then at ten, I'm like, "Girl, what's going on? I'm doing work." Like it's so funny.
2: (laughs) But you do do a really good job at staying connected on and offline with your community. Um, Let's talk about that. Like, how do you carve out the time, or what does that even look like for you?
0: Oh, my God, that's a great question, because I don't even think about carbon out time. Like most times, like like when you like you said, you might FaceTime me and I'll be in a different zone. But if something pops into my head, I'm like okay, I see an opportunity. I'll just DM it to a friend or I see something. I'll just send you a quick voice note. Like you don't need to respond to me right away. I just wanted to tell you this. And even like when you talk about community and like, and staying connected, you know, I had this idea of like, yo, let's put together this group of people. Like let's do this, this 30 day challenge together. And we all like decided to do it. And then we became friends in the chat and we were supporting each other. It was like maybe eight or nine of us in this chat. And it was, and you were so down. I was like, okay, let's go. about to do this. And it was so funny. So I think, you know, just doing little things like that, like I'm a group chat kind of girl, like, listen, let's, let's just do this. Maybe it's a temporary group chat, but kind of just as things pop in my head, if I see something that somebody might like, or I see an opportunity, I'm like, yo, this is you like, let me just send this to you real quick. So I think it's, it has to be ingrained in you. Like I don't, I can't carve out time to, I I can't even think about carving out time to do anything else. (laughs) I can't add anything else to my plate right now. And when I really
2: think about, I was like, all right how many people do I need to talk to today? It's overwhelming. So I, yeah, good for you. Like that is, yeah. that is definitely a good skill. <laughs> yeah.
0: Cause in New York, you're always like, yeah, let's go to dinner. Let's do it. And then it's like a year later and it didn't happen. So like, if it happens and you're like, all right, this is the day. Okay. Let's just do it. But you can't, yeah. Some things you just can't plan too much. I hear you. So now as it relates
2: to securing the bag? Because of course you have a beautiful community and all these brands, they want a piece of it. You know, of course they want a piece of you, but they Mm -hmm. they mostly want to reach and connect with your community. How, how are you building your business as an influencer? And, you know, how are you just navigating the space as a whole?
0: Um, I think, you know, for me, I have a bit of a different perspective because I am still a working makeup artist. I work full time. I still work on beauty and fashion shoots. So when, when you talk about carving out my, you know, space in the influencer industry, I think it's continuing to do me right. Like I have a different perspective. If you send me a product, I can use it on myself, but I can also take it on a shoot and show you like hey this is what it does on different skin tones this is what it does like you know in this situation that I might not be able to speak to if it was just if I was just using it on myself so I think really just you know continuing to stay in my lane to be honest like I love to share you know products I love to share my opinion on things because people trust trust me you know they know that I use products on set or you know I test things out before I use it so I think it's a matter of like what is your everyday life look like and not trying to carve your yourself out to what you see might be popular like these this person on tiktok is doing this this person is doing that i think it's a matter of like okay this is my real life and my real perspective and i'm going to just show you my life so i think that's the strategy just being authentic and showing like who you are your opinions um and yeah i hope that answered that question because i feel like um sometimes people are like it, it has to be this and it has to be that i'm just like it doesn't have what? to
2: be anything it does
0: <laughs> to be anything like yeah like what do you like what do you want to do with your life? You know what I mean? Like, not because, Oh, this is popular. Now I should go on it. Like some people didn't come on clubhouse at all. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. You know, but some people are killing it on Amazon live and Twitch and things that I am not right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's just a matter of like, what's authentic to you. What do you want to do? Because then if you have a strategy that includes things that are not uh, like not what you want to do or not doesn't align with you then you become unhappy then you don't want to do it you know what I mean so for me to operate I'm a makeup artist I'm also a content creator I'm going to show you these things I'm going to show you the life of a makeup artist that's authentic to me so I'm just like I'm fine with it like I'm happy you know what I mean so do you identify more as a content creator versus an influencer? Like and what's the difference between you? <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like anybody could be a content creator, right? You're a content creator because you create content, you know? Like I think for the word influencer had become this very dirty word over the years, especially when I when it first started to happen, it was a, a big war against makeup artists and content um and influencers and influencers who taking the jobs of, of makeup artists. But I think now, you know, I do see myself as a content creator because I'm not just on one platform. I'm not just doing reviews. Like I'm I'm across platforms. I'm across you know different, you know, I don't know exactly the word right now, but I'm doing audio, I'm doing video, you know, there's different avenues that I'm in. So I see that more as content creation than as just holding a product and being like, Hey guys, I like this product. Like, you know what I mean? So, you know, it, whoever identifies as a makeup, um, uh, not a makeup artist, as a influencer, I, I think it's fine. But I, for me, I just see that as the end, the end thing, like a marketing output where it's like, mm-hmm. okay, let's give it to the influencer they're going to give it to their to their audience, regardless of what it is. But True. influencers creating content. So to me, it's it's it, people use it interchangeably. But I think, right. you know, content creator is more of a broad term because you're doing more like, come on. We are set design, audio <laughs> stylists like you're a content creator. You're a production company, a whole literally.
2: tiny production company. That's so,
0: yeah, it, it's definitely just more than being an influencer, so...
2: Now, when it comes to deciding which platform you're going to create for today, you Mm -hmm. know, like what's the strategy? What's your creative process as it relates to figuring out, all right, these are the platforms that I'm going to be on. And and that's it. Because as you said, you know, not everyone showed up on on Clubhouse. Not everyone shows up on Amazon Live, you know. So how are you deciding which one, which platforms work best for you? and, And how are you taking your community to those new platforms or are you just. Relying on uh, the the community that's already on those platforms that are that right. you want to be on,
0: you know that's a great question. I don't necessarily think of bringing people over. People who want to come will come, but every platform is different. Your audience on Instagram is not your audience on TikTok. It's not your audience on YouTube. Mm -hmm. There's very different things and you're not necessarily creating the exact same things on all those platforms. So for me, this is something that I've been talking and thinking about a lot lately because I, I mean, at the end of the day, I used to be a very one woman show. I didn't have any help, anybody to help me do anything, but I have these and stuff that help me now. And for me, I'm like, okay, well, the one thing that is unlock the one thing that I need to unlock a lot of the things that I want is consistency so my whole thing now is when I'm thinking about what platform I'm gonna create for I'm thinking of extreme batching like extreme batching so right now I um, by by the end of next week I'm going to be' um, all done with my podcast until the end of February, 2022. So for me, I'm like, okay, that platform is taken care of. We've batched, you know what I mean? Some things like TikTok and Instagram, you're going to have to continue to do because it's trending stuff. But for me, I'm like, you know, think of what you can batch and put out in advance and then you can move on to the other platform. So that's what I'm thinking of now, right? now. I'm like, OK, what do I want to do for each platform? And then how much of it can I actually do in advance? So when you when you think of that, for me, I'm like, OK, evergreen content, you could absolutely do that in advance. Right. So YouTube is the next thing. I'm like, all right, I want to get back on there. You know, I, I have editors and stuff that's going to help me. And then YouTube, uh, TikTok and Instagram is it's always changing and move in. So, you know, for me, it's like, take care of the audio and then let's, let's get back to the, to the video. So that's how I'm thinking about it right now, to be honest. Just compartmentalize because it helps you in your brain.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. In, you know, in a perfect world, I'm like, yeah, I'm batching content and then I start doing work, work and I can't even get
0: in. Into- <laughs> Absolutely. Let me tell you, when I get busy and people don't see me on Instagram, like I'll make a reel and be like, yeah, this is where I was. This is what I was doing. So anytime I have a light week or a light two weeks or whatever, I try to take advantage, which I don't always do. Sometimes I just want to sleep. But, um, I've been trying my best because in my head right now, I'm like, I want to, it's 2022 right now in my head and I'm forcing myself to do that. Cause I'm like, all right, girl, like your birthday's in January. Like we got to do the birthday shoot. We Like I'm thinking of, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to pretend it's December right now, just so, you know, not even December, like beginning of December, because that's when people are like, Oh, I need to get to the gym. I need to write my goals. And I'm like, no, let's do that right now. So it's a definitely a work in progress. I'm not always a batcher, but I think the more that I do it, it helps my team because I have two VAs that help me with my podcast, so that helps them. They can like edit the videos in advance. They can have all the the stuff ready to go. So it's like we don't get up like two days. Oh my god, what are we posting? Like that energy is just. It's you know just do what you can. You can't always batch for every platform, but if you can do it, even if it's a week or two or three weeks. Then it 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 alleviates some pressure off of off of you. So yeah. So
2: getting a little personal, you're a, from the Caribbean. You have Caribbean parents, and
0: yeah. identify as Trinidadian.
2: <laughs> okay, okay, Trini. I'm Jamaican. I hear you. And but generally, the consensus is: don't share your business. Keep to yourself. Like, how did you? <laughs> How did you overcome that? Because that is what I am still struggling with to this day. Like, I want to come on the social platforms and give you guys all the everything. But then that that I'm I'm, there's a blocker there for me, like (laughs) how are you just so open to you give you share? And that's rare in the Caribbean community.
0: That okay, that's true. Definitely. I I do think that I'm still that way because I don't share everything. But when I when I think of business and career, to me, I'll tell you whatever you want to know. You know what I mean? Because I've had when I first before I moved to New York, I remember asking someone, for um, a product. I was like, I didn't know how to do skin like this, like skin you would see on an ad campaign or skincare or whatever. I didn't know how to do that. And that was what I wanted to do. I didn't I grew up, you know, I was working at Mac, you know, everybody I'm doing people's regular client makeup. They want, you know, studio fix. They want to look snatched, which is fine. But I wanted to learn the other side. And I was asking for product recommendations. And this person that I used to talk to quite often, like it was, and to me, I'm someone where it's like, you don't have to share everything. No one is entitled to knowing everything about your business, you know? So I don't say, well, she doesn't want to share. If you don't want to share how much you make, you don't want to share something, a contact or whatever, that's fine. Do your thing. No, it doesn't matter. You're not obligated to do that. But this is someone I used to talk to very often and they just straight up ignored me. And I was just like, mm, I was just asking for a product recommendation. You know what I mean? Like we never spoke after that, which was weird because it was someone I talked to regularly, right? Like that's if me and you. And you just, like I asked you something and you just ghost, you know? So for me, I was like those little things kind of just was like, All right, bet. Right. To (laughs) me, I was like, all right, bet. You know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, well, if you don't want to tell me, that's fine. But if I know something, I'm going to try to share it. So that's kind of like what leads into a lot of my YouTube content and stuff like and my following on there, because I'm like, how to become a makeup artist, how to make money, like this is if I know something, let's be real. All of us are going to die one day. All of us are going to die. And then people are going to be watching videos from 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago, because we're in a digital space, it's going to still be on there. And how can you help change somebody's life, even if it's in a small, minuscule way? Like, I don't mind sharing. So I say that for me, I am still a very private Capricorn person. Mm. I mind my business. I have my few, like, cool, loyal friends around Mm. me. But besides that, I'm like, listen, it's not going to kill me or it's not going to hurt me if I share something with you that can help elevate you. Because guess what? There are a lot of people that share things with me that helped me. Whether it was job, whether it was information, whether it was sharing salary, like bad people tell me, like, I don't I'm not feeling I don't I'm, I don't feel comfortable talking about money. Totally fine. Totally fine. That's fine. Because that's you. You do you and I'll do me.
2: hmm. I get it I hear you I'm with you and I appreciate you for sharing and you know you can reach out to me anytime for anything I'm oh, happy to share
0: yes <laughs> and you honestly you've been so helpful because like and that's the thing if you decide look I'm not telling Lisa anything like you need to book me like you know like Sometimes i I a hundred percent believe that people need to be paid, especially creators. Brands do this all the time. They want to get your ideas. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? So they want to, you want to consult, you mm-hmm. want somebody, you know, you're, you're on here asking, um, you know, these focus group questions and I get that, you know? So for me, I'm just like, if it's something that I can share, that's quick and easy. But if you want to ask me like a whole five, 10 paragraph, like we need to book a call, like, <laughs> You, make a call, you know, but if it's something that I have existing on my platforms, if it's something I can send a quick voice note. So I respect it. And at the end of the day, like you got to respect people's time, you know, less, yes, people want to share and they want to give. But if I know you're a consult, I'm like, Hey, can you like do a, a audit on all my platforms? Like, come on, you know what I mean? So there's levels to it, but there's things that you can, you can share, um, without holding back.
2: Awesome. All right. What are five things you wish you knew or you wish somebody would have told you, schooled you before jumping into the influencer content creator world and making a business of it?
0: Oh, that is a great question. Let me see. Okay. Let me think. The first question, the first one definitely understanding. legal terms which is one of the rooms that we did right because if you don't have someone looking over contracts and stuff it can get very confusing i can't remember the exact word a brand used with me one time but they didn't use perpetuity they use something that meant perpetuity and it's like if you don't understand some of these words if you don't understand whitelisting if you don't understand some of these things you won't know how to price yourself so that's one thing and then obviously I've known I have a lot of friends who've like signed things and they didn't realize it was like you know so that's one thing understanding terms I think too also like understanding your value because i think a lot of people just because they're small and i know that's different now people the smaller you know even i'm small and i'm i'm, I'm mid but even like micro influencers or nano influencers they they know their value now because it's not just about oh you're a nano so you don't you you don't deserve to get paid i do understand that there's levels to it but i think that more people need to understand that they could still make money even as a small creator, you don't have to always create content that lives on your page. You can create content that is for the brand. Um, so that's two. I'm like, damn, sh- I should have write this down before. What's the third one? OK, so the third one, I think also like it, it's very stressful being a content creator because you know people like oh you just create content but like you're trying to keep up with so much so many of these these platforms you're trying to get numbered you're trying to go viral and you know there's a conversation I had with uh one of my online friends Francesca and she was like you get so much anxiety like running after these things every day your video did, your video didn't do well oh my god like you know so it sounds very cliche, but like trying not to worry about the numbers and really just focusing on like, okay, you know what? These next three months reels are my thing. TikTok is my thing. Like just focusing on that one thing and then just really continuing to try. Like, I'm just like really getting back on my TikTok. Like, I was like, uh, I'm not doing that right now, you know? So now I'm just like, okay, managing m- me managing my time and managing my expectations because people just want to blow up. And it's like sometimes it requires work. Yes, for some people it happens in a in in two seconds. They're on the platform for two days and they blow up. But for 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 others and for most, you're gonna have to work for it. So the point when I would definitely say um, there uh, there is such power in following up regardless if this is influencer, makeup artist, I think sometimes, you know, if you start pitching brands or if you start reaching out to people, sometimes no response or no is not necessarily like, well, we don't want to hear from you ever again. It might not, it might just mean not yet. Um, So I think, you know, having the courage to pitch in the first place is amazing. But if you don't hear, back make sure and follow up because i think you might get discouraged like oh i reached out to these people i didn't hear back i reached out to these people i didn't hear back and it's fine because remember you're not the only person that's reaching out to them so you can't take it personally or get offended if you don't hear back from someone whether it's an agency uh, influencer marketing whatever it is like follow up if you're a real fr- fan of a brand like you it doesn't matter if they responded to you or not i always tell this story but i cried the first time i got <laughs> the first time I got PR from NARS I cried because it's a brand that I buy I use like I don't care if they send me like PR you know what I mean so the the fact that I you know like finally got this thing I'm like wow you know so yeah definitely follow up and side note I think the bonus one would be like PR is an opportunity so um and then the last one obviously is rates really understanding like like I mentioned you know Yes, understanding the terms and stuff, but then understanding rates. I think I love how you know people are more transparent. Um, The influencer pay gap is a great page that shares rates anonymously, so you can kind of see what is going on. I think there's also a lot of uh, brands are going to do this, right? Some brands are going to not understand the space; they're not going to want to pay, especially black creators, um, equitably. But if you speak to friends, if you ask around. You should be able to kind of get the gist. Like if everybody's charging $500, there's no way you should be charging $150. You know what I mean? So really just sitting down and understanding. And then also revisiting it. Because if you decide, hey, this is my rates for this year, maybe the next year you should bump your rates up. Like, you know, there's levels. Today's today's price
2: isn't yesterday's price.
0: It's not. Okay. So I'm just like, as you might have your set rates, but eventually as your platform grows, as your, you know, as your, your equipment gets better, your content improves, like that comes with a price. And and for me, it's so important to understand that because as a makeup artist, when I go on set, I am seeing a digitech lighting, sound, catering, a studio, like a a COVID, like um, a COVID compliance officer. Like there's so many people on set getting paid, but when you're home by yourself, it's just you, you understand? So you have to remember that the same advertising dollars that they would take to do a shoot, they're taking it and putting it to influencer marketing. So you have to understand that it's the same, it's the same thing. It's just a different form of marketing and you have to understand your value.
2: Well, thank you so much, Jalisa. I do appreciate you again for sharing your time and your knowledge with us here on The Intersection of Being and Becoming. We do hope to have you back again
0: soon. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I, you know, I can talk about these things all day. So I'm happy to be back and congrats on your podcast. I'm really, really excited for everything you're doing. So thank you so much for having me.
2: If you're a newbie influencer listening in for the first time, I'd love to leave you with a few words of encouragement. It's truly not about being an influencer. It's about becoming your best self as a person with influence and impact, serving your purpose and showing up for your tribe. If you build your business model around that, the bag will follow, (laughs) I promise. And if you are a fellow marketer here, just looking to learn more about the black influencer and the communities that support them, I do hope we served you well. Thanks
1: for joining us this week on The Intersection of Being and Becoming, a black girl digital podcast. If you like what you just heard and found the info helpful, we hope you'll pass along our podcast to your friends and colleagues. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. While you're at it, if you or a brand you know is in need of influencer marketing services, please pass along our website, www.blackgirldigital.com. That would help us out too.